I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, and I welcome you to this podcast homily for 11th Sunday after Trinity, the 12th in a series of 26 homilies for Trinity season. Revisions to this series are part of the AIC celebration of the start of its second decade on the web. The musical theme is the fourth verse of Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, performed by Richard M.S. Irwin and used with his permission. It is also the theme music for the companion video presentation for Trinity's season. Listeners may benefit from the companion AIC seasonal Video series Trinity Tide, the teaching season, presented in nine episodes, each of them linked from the digital library page, with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Whitsunday Pentecost and Trinity season, Anglican traditions of Whitsunday and Trinity, including the seasonal color and fasting traditions, and commentary on the Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for Whitsunday Pentecost, Trinity Sunday, all 24 Sundays after Trinity, and Sunday next before Advent in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for 11th Sunday after Trinity are discussed in Episode 5. The Epistle reading for 11th Sunday after Trinity, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 11, is St. Paul's short summation of the traditional doctrines of the Christian faith, that is, the received doctrine of the Apostles, which provided part of the scriptural underpinning of the Nicene Creed. It also includes St. Paul's confession, not only of his own part as a persecutor of the church in verse 9, but that though he labored and suffered for it, whatever success he had was not of his own making, but by the sovereign grace of God, as he points out in verse 10. The final verse is an admonition to the faithful to pass the same message of the gospel, that is, the received tradition, to others who come after them. The gospel reading for 11th Sunday after Trinity, Luke 18, verses 9 to 14, is the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. As we enter the account, the time is a few weeks before Palm Sunday. From what St. Luke wrote of the direction of the traveling party in verse 11, the logical assumption is that they are somewhere in the southern end of the region of Samaria. The prayer book reading begins in verse 9, but in this podcast homily I have added, for context, the parable of the tenacious widow from the first eight verses of chapter 18. Both parables are unique to St. Luke's gospel. St. Luke begins his account with this in verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. The subject of the parable is a woman's difficulties with a judge in her city who clearly was not a man of God. Nor from the judge's tone did he care much for mankind, either men or women. In the face of the woman's persistence, he granted her request for justice, saying, Shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? 
As is often the case, Jesus answered his own question, saying in verse 7, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. In verse 8, he provides the lead-in to the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector by offering another question. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? The question really means, what kind of Christian is God willing to avenge? We find the answer in the next parable, which is the story of two men who go into the temple to pray. In verse 9, Jesus describes the Pharisees as men who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. True to that description, Luke tells us in verse 11, that the Pharisee stood and prayed with himself. In the rest of the parable, Jesus offers more teaching concerning the difference between real righteousness and self-righteousness. The Pharisee demonstrates clearly to which group he belongs. As you listen, count the number of times he uses the personal pronoun I in his prayer in verse 12, which he offers from a visible, prominent place at the front of the worshipers in the temple. God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. If you lost count, he said I five times in two short verses. The Bible scholars who produced the New King James Version Study Bible observe that the Pharisee seems to believe that God is lucky to have a man like him as a believer. The contrast between this and the manner, tone, and content of the tax collector's prayer in verse 13 is quite strong. Jesus says the man stood, quote, afar off and would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This calls to mind the parable of the chief seats from Luke 14, verses 7 to 11, in which one man claimed for himself the best seats instead of waiting until others had been seated and receiving an offer of one of the chief seats. So what kind of person is God willing to avenge? Jesus gives the answer in verse 14. I tell you, this man, that is the tax collector, went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. The lesson is, don't count yourself more righteous than others because you wear your best clothes to church or because you crossed yourself a fixed number of times, or that you bowed more deeply than others, especially than that person sitting next to you. The prophet Zechariah offered good advice on the same topic in Zechariah 7, verses 8b to 10. Execute true justice, show mercy and compassion, everyone to his brother. Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in his breast against his brother. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily 
for 11th Sunday after Trinity are available at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. First, New Testament Gospels, an AIC Bible study video series presented in 45 episodes. The Parable of the Chief Seats is discussed in Episode 17. The Parable of the Pharisee and the Tax Collector in Episode 18 and the Parable of the Tenacious Widow in episode 19. Each episode includes many illustrations. The Lives of the Saints, an AIC Christian Education video series presented in multiple episodes. From the first series, St. Paul is the focus of episode 5, and St. Luke of episode 15. From the second series, Archbishop Cranmer is one of three English martyrs celebrated in episode 28. Episodes in, seasonal videos, and Christian education videos linked from the digital library page, Bible study videos from the Bible study page, and podcast versions of all three from the podcast archive page. From the AIC Bookstore Publications, The Gospel of Luke Annotated and Illustrated, The Parables of the Tenacious Widow, and The Pharisee and the Tax Collector are discussed in Chapter 18. The book includes 111 illustrations from the 6th through the 20th century. In Layman's Lexicon, words and phrases of interest are mercy slash merciful, parables, virtues, and wisdom. From the prayer book Psalter, History, Text, and Commentary, Psalm 51, King David's Confession, is discussed and Anglican usage of it explained on pages 120 to 122. The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament, another AIC bookstore publication in which the prophet Zechariah is discussed in Part 3, Chapter 11, pages 105 to 110, with the text box Zechariah in Scripture and Christian Liturgy, on page 106. The first closing prayer is an adaptation of Psalm 51, King David's confession of his sins against God and his fellow man, and in which he found a way out of spiritual darkness. The second is the Collect for 11th Sunday after Trinity, which Archbishop Cranmer adapted for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Gelasian Sacramentary using the modified text from the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. Have mercy upon me, O God, after thy great goodness. According to the multitude of thy mercies, do away with mine offenses. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults and my sin is ever before me. Against thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and clear when thou shalt judge. Thou shalt purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Thou shalt wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Thou shalt make me hear of joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Turn thy face from my sins, and put out all my misdeeds. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take thy Holy Spirit from me. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. And now the Collect. O God, who declarest thy almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity, mercifully grant unto us such a measure of thy grace, that we, running the way of thy commandments, may obtain thy gracious promises, and be made partakers of thy heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.